Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio inside the Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. We are the cornerstone of security in the Southeast. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm your host, Rick Strawn, President of Paradigm Security Services, and we are excited to be with you today on Business Radio X. We're coming to you live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Atlanta studio, located in beautiful Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel in Duluth, Georgia. Each week, we plan on featuring businesses in the Atlanta area, especially those that serve Gwinnett County, and occasionally we even go statewide on some of these issues. All businesses have security concerns, though not maybe all of them are the actual physical security part, and we will touch on all that. But we're going to focus on all aspects of security through the course of each show. I want to welcome our guest today, Buzz Brockway. He's the uh, state representative of Georgia's District 102, which happens to be my district. Good morning. Good morning, Buzz. Um, You know, you've been uh, through a a lot, especially this... uh, last year two year and a half however long two years planning on a different route but mm-hmm. you know tell me a little and tell the listeners a little bit about who is buzz brockway where do you come from a little bit about your background yeah we uh i have lived in uh, lawrenceville since 1976 and as you know back then lawrenceville was kind of a small town uh, so i've seen gwinnett and metro atlanta grow tremendously uh, I'm married now for 25 years to my wife, Krista. I have three teenage daughters, and uh, we run a little small business in Gwinnett where I sell uh, tent uh, tent pole covers and tents to uh, uh, people who rent tents, so kind of uh, people who uh, host parties and weddings and those sorts of things. Those kind of folks are our customers. Uh, but I've been active in politics for a long time, about uh, 21 years, and for the past eight years, as you mentioned, I've been serving in the Georgia legislature as a state representative. Uh, this past year, I uh, decided to toss my hat in the ring for Secretary of State, uh, statewide office, as Brian Kemp was the Secretary of State off, off running for governor. And uh, so I ran for that and didn't make it uh, into the runoff, but had a great time, met a lot of wonderful people, and I'm glad I glad I took that chance. I would have regretted it if I hadn't tried it. So I'm glad I tried it. Well, I, you know, and it's a shame that all the good people can't win mm-hmm. because you're definitely qualified for the office. I think you'd have well, made thanks. a great Secretary of State. It can only be one winner. So uh. yep. <laughs> uh, now it's time to get in there and you know back the back the person that did and yep. and support them and take it to the next level. Absolutely. Um, one of the things you know that i wanted to ask you and the primary reason for coming on today is not necessarily about the the, uh representation in the georgia assembly but or in the house but mary's law is a big thing now discussion especially on conservative radio there doesn't seem to be a lot of it anywhere else discussed which is a shame because knowing where it came from what started it you know, it should be a lot bigger discussion, and it's something that I don't, I, I can't honestly see a reason why any state would not adopt it and hadn't already. And I know it's being uh, looked at in Georgia. Mm-hmm. I know it's being pushed by a lot of people in Georgia. So just for the comfort level of people and, and a true understanding to get rid of myths and disinformation that I've, I've seen out there, knowing what it's about, what is Marcy's Law? So Marcy's Law is a proposed amendment to the Georgia Constitution 
that would give victims of crimes uh, some rights enumerated in our Constitution. You know, in the federal Constitution and in our state Constitution, we have many, many enumerated rights for people who are accused of a crime, and that's very important. We don't want people uh, to be thrown in jail who are innocent. We don't want people to, uh, the government, to have the ability to steamroll over somebody and violate their rights. So it's very important to have those rights, but we feel, and a lot of people feel, that uh, the victims of crimes need to have some rights, too. And so that's what Marcy's Law does, and, of course, we can get uh, more into the specifics as we go along, but that's that's essentially what it does. Well, and I think a lot of people don't really understand that. They just, you know, there's a lot of misconception. Well, for instance, one of, one of the things, I'll just throw a couple of points at you from the opposite side, says critics uh, call Marcy's Law a solution to a problem that doesn't exist. Yeah, and, and uh, here's what I say to that. There for a long time in Georgia law, there's been a victim's bill of rights, and that's just been in the general code, and that's good. And um, many, many district attorneys do the right thing and, and uh, protect the rights of, of uh, victims of crimes. Uh, in Gwinnett County, obviously, our, our own uh, DA, Danny Porter, does a great job with that. He has a whole victim's advocate department exactly. that, uh, that helps victims through the process. Unfortunately, around the state, we don't see that everywhere. And so we have seen some instances and uh, where, uh, for example, uh, there was a case down in Macon where a lady uh, was attacked, was in the hospital, and when she got out of the hospital, she went home, and there hiding in the house was the person who had attacked her before. Wow. And she had no idea that this person was even out on, on bail. Uh, where the, the Georgia law would require that she be notified. And so what we, th- what we feel is that by... Placing some of these things in the in the Constitution, in the state Constitution, and it also provides a mechanism where if somebody's rights are violated, they can go to the judge and they can say, "Your Honor, this is what happened. Uh, I wasn't notified that this uh, m- m- that my accused attacker was out on bail. Uh, she could have taken steps to go someplace else, to stay with a family member, to you know, notify the police, all sorts of things, if she'd known that uh, her, her accused attacker was." At, uh, out on bail. So uh, we want to make sure it's enforced uniformly across the state, and we want to make sure that um, that uh, victims of crimes have a, a way to seek some redress through the court system if they feel like their these rights are violated. Well, it's I, I would say, you know, I would believe it's like anything else. Unless you have some way to hold people accountable, mm-hmm. then stuff falls through the cracks. Right. Once something is held accountable, people start paying more attention to it, and then it doesn't become an issue. It becomes the process that they go through right. automatically because it is just the procedure. Right. And if you're not held accountable, you're not going to be taking a look at it. It, it, it might get done. It might not get done. Yeah. I know another thing people say is it would give non-parties in court due process rights. That would be... Uh, yeah, a humongous shift in those promoting it probably have no co- have no clue about the unforeseen consequences that can result from this. Well, How would you say? Yeah, we we do know uh, uh, what the what unforeseen consequences there are because many many other states already have this process in place in their state constitutions and have it more formalized in in their laws. Uh, many most states. In fact, uh, Georgia's in the minority of this who don't have that. So we can't. We can look around and and learn from the experience from other states, and that's what happened through the process of the legislative process. This this uh, these 
this piece of legislation passed the Senate in 2017 and then uh, uh, was sent over to the House where it sat there for a year. Uh, mm-hmm. where the prosecuting attorneys council could come and uh, bring their their concerns and uh, those those things were negotiated and now uh, it passed out of the house unanimously in 20, uh, 2018 uh, and so we we were able to take the concerns that the prosecuting attorneys had and incorporate that into the bill and alleviate those and now the prosecuting attorneys council of georgia is in, is in support of this bill so you've got a situation where the prosecutors and many of uh, the groups that advocate for victims' rights are in agreement. Uh, so we were able to iron those things out. Well, in, in all of it, like any law, that, you know, a lot of people just say, you know, you don't look at it. You don't look at the consequences. You don't look at the if what's happened to other places. But Georgia's doing exactly the opposite. They have taken it. They've looked at what's in place. And, well, how has it worked for you? What right. didn't work? What did work? and then tweaked and fine-tuned Georgia's process on this law to where they want it to be right, I guess is the best way of saying it. And that's one of the great things about the way uh, the government of our our nation is set up. Uh, You have 49 other states that you can learn from. And so we we, uh, often very, you know, the scriptures tell us there's nothing new under the sun. Well, that's that's true in law, and you can look around, and uh, when somebody has an idea, you can look around at other states and see Somebody's that done something with it. Exactly. You and know. so you can learn from their mistakes and learn from their successes. So. Yeah, and the problem is when people just do things, they don't pay any attention to those right. errors and mistakes and issues that have come up before, but that, I don't see that as what's happening in Georgia. Yeah. Um, one, and I'll only touch base on one other thing. It's under the proposed amendment, the rights of victims would be elevated to the same level as the rights of criminal defendants. And before you even answer, I'd say, what's the problem in that? <laughs> well, I think, yeah, I think the key word in that is the same level. Uh, we, we don't want, uh, as, as I mentioned in my opening, we don't want uh, criminal or people accused of crimes to be railroaded. We don't want their rights denied. They have rights. Absolutely. Uh, that's, that's crucial to having a civil society, and that's crucial to the way our government is set up. Uh, we, need to be, we need to be very vigilant about that. Uh, but I, I think that uh, you, you shouldn't have the rights of, of criminals should not be greater than the rights of those who are victims of crimes. This should be the same. We're all the 14th Amendment says we should all be treated equally before the law. And that includes victims of crimes, too. And so I think that, uh, yeah, it is uh, it is, does elevate uh, the rights of victims to the same level. But that key word is same. No, I, you know, <laughs> absolutely. You know. And people don't, a lot of people don't stop to think that, you know, you, you have a lot of sex crimes issues that mm-hmm. come up and before the law. And those issues in sex crimes, a lot of times, those rights of the victim are, have already been elevated mm-hmm. and are dealt with on a totally different level. And so, you know, it's just a matter of, of making it consistent, I guess right. is the best way to put it, is with, uh, with the victims. Yeah, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't, said it, couldn't have said it better. Well, you know, who's behind Marcy's Law? So uh, there was a a gentleman, uh, actually there was an an actual lady named Marcy. She was a college student out in California who was murdered by her ex-boyfriend in uh, 1983. And so her brother, uh, well, what what happened after that was one week later, uh, Marcy's mother was in the grocery store and the man accused of killing her showed up at the grocery store to confront her. And so uh, her brother, Marcy's brother, a man named Nicholas, Dr. Nicholas, 
uh, vowed that he was going to make sure that never happened to anybody. And so he uh, worked very hard and got California. You know, in California, they have something we don't have in Georgia, and that citizens can uh, propose uh, 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 referendums that are passed uh, by, the, by the people. And so he uh, marshaled his efforts together and got that passed in California uh, to make sure that, the, that people are notified uh, and families and victims of crime are notified when, uh, uh, when the person is out on bail. And that, that started a national movement. Uh, he is spearheading that all across the country and has had seen success in many other states, as I mentioned earlier, who have uh, done th similar things uh, that we're trying to do here in Georgia. So uh, it's, it's part of a national effort. Uh, national movement to make sure that uh, victims of crimes uh, have a voice in our in our legal system. Well, it's it's you know kind of a cliche, but it's living proof that not everything that comes out of California is bad. <laughs> not everything. <laughs> <laughs> there, you know, a lot of people say, "Well, about it, it came out of California. They did it. I don't want to do it." <laughs> um, sometimes you really just got to take the time to look because right. this, especially, uh, I think, is a very very important mm -hmm. issue that needs to be highlighted in every state yeah. there should not be a state that just just that this is even a question right um brings another question doesn't georgia already have a victim's bill of rights yeah and uh the victim's bill of rights that georgia has it it does many wonderful things and uh i've got a copy here i'll, I'll list some of the things that it does but it you know makes sure that um you know that that uh, a victim of a crime is treated fairly and treated with dignity in throughout the court proceedings uh that they're that the proceedings are free of unreasonable delay uh that that the victim should be notified and when uh, when the court date is coming up when bail hearings are coming up when parole hearings are coming up and those sorts of things and so what Marcy's law would do would take those things that are in uh, in current law and elevate them to the Constitution and provide a mechanism. I spoke briefly earlier. There's no real mechanism in place in, in Georgia law right now if a victim says, hey, n that stuff didn't happen in my case. I wasn't notified. Uh, but uh, No consequences. The, yeah, and the judge is, is oftentimes powerless to do anything about it other than to scold uh, somebody from the bench, uh, which has an effect. But this would provide a mechanism where uh, being in the Constitution and providing this mechanism in, in law that a victim of a crime can come and say, Your Honor, I was not notified, or this, what, this didn't happen. I wasn't aware that this was going on, uh, and, and these, these are rights that are available to me as a citizen of the state of Georgia, and the judge has some teeth that he can do something about it. And that, that'll ensure, I think, that it's enforced all across the state. As we mentioned, most prosecutors are doing a great job. They uh, they treat victims uh, in accordance with state law currently, but we want to make sure it's enforced uniformly everywhere, and that uh, the, that the state. Of, it's also really about what kind of society do we want? We want a society, I believe, that cares for victims, that um, helps victims through uh, deal with the trauma that that uh, being a victim of a crime has brought about in their lives. And so I think this is a, a good step, and this puts Georgia. Uh, this is a, a statement by the people of Georgia that we care for victims and we're going to help them. So I think that's why just having a, a victim's bill of rights in general law is, is not enough. Well, and it also touches on kind of a taboo issue where uh, you have certain courts, certain judges that feel certain ways and have their own personal ideas. Mm -hmm. 
But then they have maybe somebody that comes before them that has political input, political power, uh, can maybe get them to do things a little differently. Mm-hmm. And I've been in law enforcement, and, I, and you know that's the reality of things. It right. happens. But by, but by this being a constitutional amendment, mm-hmm. it prohibits these judges from you know, overlooking things and right. these prosecutors from overlooking things like notification of the victims and so forth. Right. It eliminates that and puts everybody, again, on a level playing field, right. which is very, very important, especially to victims. I agree. Well, if we vote for Mar- Marcy's Law, what's going to change? Yeah, I think the the biggest thing that I've I've, I've hit on, I think, is that uh, it, it's going to send a, a message and a statement to the state of Georgia and really to the nation that the people of Georgia want to to send a clear message that uh, victims' rights are important, and that yes, we stand firmly for the rule of law, and we want we don't want people railroaded and tossed in jail who are innocent. Absolutely, uh, but we also uh, want to stand with victims and we want to help them recover and we want to help make sure that they uh, that that they see justice when a crime has been committed against them and not just justice but then also that that once justice happens then the healing can begin and that uh, people know that the that the people of Georgia stand with them uh, in, in, in clear and definitive way that uh, we care about what happens to people's lives and so I think this this is important it sets a it sets a a clear marker and sets a standard uh, for the state of Georgia that we're a compassionate people and we want to help victims of crimes uh, overcome the trauma that's been uh, been done to them. Well, you know, it's important that victims, you know, feel like that, you know, being a victim is bad enough, mm-hmm. but you really almost victimize twice mm-hmm. if certain things, and well, that case with Marcy is, is yeah. a perfect example. Uh, they became victims twice by the same person, right? Purely because that could, and it could have been avoided, right? But uh, but it wasn't. And and every you know, being in law enforcement for many many years, you know, if a crime happens, uh, and when it gets to trial, the victim of the crime has to relive it because they have Absolutely. sometimes they have to testify. Depending on the case, they have to testify, or they have to be in court and listen uh, to the gruesome details of what happened, or the family of a murdered victim have to hear the gruesome details of how their loved one uh, was uh, was murdered and th- that's all in- very traumatic and so whatever we can do to to help victims of crimes I think is is a very important and something we should do well not only that but you know even even going down in crimes such as burglary mm-hmm. um, I've heard it described by many as the closest uh, that the normal person gets to the feeling of rape yeah it's a total violation so then you get through that, and then all of a sudden that person shows up again. Yeah. You've been arrested. You know it's him. All of a sudden he's let out of jail. You've not been notified. He's right back at your house again threatening you, and yeah. you don't want to testify. It, 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 it has a lot of consequences around it. Yes, indeed. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, well, let me ask you this. If I want to find out more about Marcy's Law. Yeah. You know, where do I go? How do I find out? What do I do to get that information? Yeah, we've got a number of ways you can connect with us. We, we have a website. It's www.victimsrightsga.com. Uh, it's also on Facebook at Marcy's Law GA, on Instagram, uh, Marcy's Law GA, and Twitter at Marcy's Law GA. And, and I'll tell you, the Instagram feed is, 
uh, we're taking pictures of everywhere we go of, of events we're at and uh, as we spread the word across Georgia. So the Instagram and Twitter feeds are very, very active. So <laughs> I've been seeing a lot of it on Instagram. Yeah, uh, they're right there with my cigar photos and everything. <laughs> you know, just uh, right yep. there in the middle of it. We have a lot of fun. We have a lot, we have frisbees and uh, we have uh, pins and t-shirts and all sorts of stuff that people can take with them, as well as uh, literature that describes more about Marcy's Law. So. Are there any activities around the state, any events or anything surrounding what's going on that you might want to make people aware of that they might want to attend? Well, we uh, we don't have anything specifically, mar- you know. Uh, organized by us but we we show up at uh, community events uh, so you'll see us out and about uh, from now through uh, November I guess it's November 8th the election day I guess it is somewhere around there second Tuesday November yeah, when you're not when you're not in it it yeah. falls uh, to the low priorities how quickly it? you forget <laughs> <laughs> uh, election day uh, but it's a Tuesday. It is a Tuesday, yes. <laughs> uh, so we'll be, we'll be out in uh, the community all over the state. We have a very uh, active team. Uh, you'll also be seeing some, uh, some uh, TV ads uh, in the coming days and some thing, more things on social media that will uh, help make people aware about this. And just we want people to – we want everybody to go vote, uh, but the constitutional amendments are way down at the bottom of the ballot, so we're, we're pushing hard to get people to – go all the complete their ballot all the way down yes all the way down to the bottom and this is the only uh, constitutional amendment on the ballot dealing with victims rights so well everybody everybody needs to pay attention (laughs) because you know when you're dealing with the constitution and you're dealing with making changes it's not something that's not important no absolutely and sometimes it can be very important that it passes yeah sometimes you may feel like it'd be very important that it doesn't pass yeah Either way, you need to pay attention, and everybody needs to be out there voting on it. Well, how is how is all of this financed? I mean, how do you how do you pay for all the activity, the the commercials, and all that kind of stuff? Well, uh, uh, Doctor Nicholas, uh, the brother of of Marcy, mm-hmm. uh, was a very very successful businessman. Uh, so this is funded through his uh, his success, his business success. And he's he's made this his personal cause, and so he's he's paying for all this, uh, and uh, uh, and trying to get this done all across the country. So, is there any way that if people wanted to make donations to help this out, they could do it? Is there anything set up for that? Um, that's a great question. I don't think so, but uh, that's something y'all need to look at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's probably a lot of people that would be very interested in mm-hmm. in helping out um, if they wanted to help out as far as physically to be able mm-hmm. to do something to help y'all out to participate sure. i would assume that getting a hold of the uh, www.victimsrightsgeorgia.com yep. they could get information absolutely back. there's there's a volunteer form on there that you can fill out and that you can help us out uh and and even even beyond that there you just telling your neighbors that hey this is this is something that you think is important that you should vote for that that's powerful the word of mouth is is incredibly powerful sharing sharing things on social media uh, is is incredibly powerful too so uh, just just word of mouth but yeah you can sign up and and, and volunteer to help marcy's marcy's law here in georgia so there's you know you got marcy's law you got uh, make a wish mm-hmm. you got the uh the homes uh i mean you got I mean, like warwick dunn's home for holidays yes. and stuff like that through uh through the um 
my mind just went blank. But anyway, <laughs> you know, that's what happens with old age. Uh, but the bottom line is there are a lot of things out here, and this is just one of the many that you could really actually yeah. get actively involved in helping. Yep, absolutely. A lot of great things going on in our community here in Gwinnett and all across Georgia, uh, people helping each other and, and uh, um, reaching out and being neighborly. Uh, that's all that's happening all over the place, and you know, we, we hope that we're one of those organizations that's contributing to that to that positivity well i know that one of the things you've been very active in throughout your you know time at least here in gwinnett is being involved in your community you've Mm -hmm. got a lot of things you've got your hands in a lot of things it's just always every time i look up buzz is there oh there's buzz (laughs) and so you're really actively involved in the whole community not just in your district but the whole state so i think that is fantastic um thanks just push away a little bit on a different direction real quick before we shut down you mentioned you have a personal business Mm -hmm. and you might want to go ahead and just kind of tell us about your personal business a little bit more because who knows somebody might need a tent pole yeah so we uh uh, i i sell tents or represent a a, a manufacturer out of texas to uh, tent companies and basically the, the the most of our customers are tent rental or party rental stores so they will they will rent tents for events, corporate events or weddings, so that sort of thing. And the movie industry is is booming, and so I know a lot of my customers are here in, in Metro Atlanta are very uh, active in in uh, supplying things for the movie industry. So uh, we we sell stuff to them, we sell the tents, and then we have just a, a it's a decorative item. It's a tent pole that slides over the a tent pole cover that slides over the tent pole and make it look a little better. Uh, so. Yeah, you know, that's good. it's kind of a niche business, but uh, we like it and it uh, keeps busy. And uh, yeah, if anybody needs some tent pole covers, then uh, let let us know. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm sure you've got a lot of contacts now in the movie industry and all mm-hmm. that. So uh, Paradigm Security is always looking for help out in the movie <laughs> industry. So that's right. <laughs> we're always looking for those connections and introductions. Hey, those big stars come rolling into town. They need they need to be uh, secure. And hey, yeah, <laughs> and, the, and the sites and the movie sets. That's right. Uh, not shameless plug there. Um, <laughs> But, you know, with all the stuff that's going on, you know, you're leaving the uh, realm of being the representative. What's in the future of Buzz Brockway? Well, uh, I want to stay. I still have a passion for our community. I still have a passion for good good public policy. So I'm I'm exploring a few avenues right now to to, uh, continue to do that and to stay active in our community and stay active in pushing good, good public policy. So... Uh, stay tuned. I hope hope to have some uh, stuff ironed out in the next few months and uh, stay active. So, Well, let me ask you, you know, I don't know if you want to, and don't feel bad if you say no, but do you want to give out a phone number or anything for people to contact? Sure, yeah. My my cell phone has been on my website for years and years, and uh, uh, people are always shocked. They call, and I answer. You and they actually go, answer the phone. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Or or I or I call them back if I if I miss their call. Direct but messaging works. Yes, uh, but my cell phone is six seven eight eight nine five nine zero six four. My website uh, just buzzbrockway dot com will take you to my website, and uh, of course I'm on Facebook and Twitter and uh, Instagram and Instagram. Yeah, all at uh, Buzz Brockway. So, well, you're you very active on social me. media. I yep. will say that. And Probably my, my wife thinks I might be too active. but <laughs> Well, you're active in a different way than some folks are active. Uh, we'll leave it at that. But, um, you know, it's always good to get to meet someone on a personal level. And 
I would highly recommend that if anybody was interested in meeting Buzz Brockway, talking to him, finding out more about Marcy's Law, or finding out more about how things are working in the state. Um, you know, I know that you're open to, to telling anybody what's going on and talking to them yeah. and letting them know the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. So, uh, and that's fantastic to have a representative that's willing to do that. Yeah. Hate to see you going, but you also got somebody good that I think is going to replace mm-hmm. you. And, uh, you know, the main thing is let's just keep this, keep it rolling, keep yeah. the ball rolling. Well, it's very gratifying, uh, you know, to, to know when I had several uh, good quality people who ran to replace me. And I'm, I'm, I'm very, very proud that uh, Paula Hastings uh, won the Republican nomination. I'm, I'll be supporting her. Uh, and I'm very grateful that she uh, decided to run because I think she'll do a great job. So that's gratifying to me to be able to uh, leave the district in good hands. Well, it's nice to see a very active community person trying to follow up behind somebody that was a very active community yeah. person and parent. Yeah, and, that's good. You know, that just makes the – it just keep well, again, it keeps the ball rolling. Yep. Well, you know, this has been great. I really appreciate you being here. Absolutely. Thanks for the opportunity. Hey, well, I want to thank everybody for joining us in Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security. And remember, if you join us live, or you can join us live every Wednesday at 1130 in the morning, or you can listen to our show anytime you want, 24-7, 365, by going to businessradiox.com, clicking on Gwinnett Studio, and then click on Case in Point. So join us next week, and I'm going to be advertising uh, who we're going to be having this next week. My brain just went dead. I meant to put it on my sheet, and I forgot it. So I will be passing that along to everybody on our social media. So, again, uh, thanks to my guest, Buzz Brockway, and for our producers, Mike and Trey. I'm Rick Strawn, and remember, at Paradigm Security Services, we cover more than just your assets.